Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now. Okay. <laughs> so, hey everybody. I don't know why I keep saying everybody instead of hey guys. Oh, maybe it's because yeah. of, oh wow. I know exactly why. Okay. Hey y'all. <laughs> I, I hate that that's y'all. what everyone wants to change it to. I'm like, why does it have to be y'all? <laughs> I love y'all. Oh, I love it. I feel like people write off Southern culture too much. I yeah, don't know. I agree. There's, I do like y'all. The South is like, has a lot of horrible racism and like problems, but it's also incredibly diverse. Mm-hmm. And like, that's important to acknowledge. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'll shut up now. No, I, Mia is here again, my little sister. So Hi. That's, that's her. I'm just goofing off now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. Well, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> yes. Today we're going to talk about um, favorite childhood books. I think we don't. We're probably not going to stick strictly to uh, kid lit or middle grade because we that wasn't what we read exclusively at any mm-hmm. time in life. But we're going to sort of, I guess, have a conversation about what we were reading at that age. Um, okay. Yeah, and sort of explore, delve, whatever, and. Yeah. I don't know where I should start. I have a lot of um, picture books that left me with very strong visual memories Mm -hmm. um, that I don't know how good would be, like, I don't know if they would be a great discussion for a podcast because it's so visual, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that's interesting and I don't know, I felt like mentioning it. Like little things where I like remember, especially stories that were about like food. Mm, yeah. Um, and like desserts, they left this weird food porn sort of, as a child. Yeah, a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What? Uh, that's such a that's such a common phrase now. People just food use porn, porn as a like, child. Well, <laughs> the way you said it though. I know. <laughs> Anyways, so and I, you know, like if you give a moose a muffin, that was one of mine. Um, which is interesting because that was my first exposure to an audiobook because I had a cassette tape. That was my first exposure to a moose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, and then um, I read a lot of Magic Treehouse and Narnia uh, was like a big thing at our school specifically, I think. Yeah, we definitely, I don't know if. Yeah. I guess that's when the movies were coming out, too. That probably played into yeah, it. Yeah, I have a feeling we probably watched, well, maybe, I don't know. But yes, I definitely remember that being a thing at our school, was people were obsessed with Narnia, for sure. Christian books. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my mom even started reading Harry Potter to me when I was um, in, like, kindergarten, <laughs> which is crazy. Crazy. <laughs> um, and but then I got scared because I thought of aliens. I feel like I've talked about this before. You've told me about it. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so I kind of took a break. But then like fourth, fifth grade, that was when I really started picking my own books, I think, and started reading Gail Carson Levine, who wrote Ella Enchanted. Um, and also she wrote some books that ended up becoming the Pixie Hollow Disney Oh, is that like it was a show right and they had a lot of like did the basically the different tinkerbell like friends friend group yes yeah Yeah. she wrote like a little thing i think with tinkerbell so she must have gotten disney's permission to do it first and then but she came up with all these other fairies did disney did disney produce ellen enchanted like was that a disney movie yes okay yes 
Um, and they changed it a lot from the book, but um, it still was that fundamental like twist on Cinderella with the obedience curse. So all of her stuff is like traditional fairy tales with a little twist. And yeah. she had a lot of great books that I that read. That was a big thing back like when we were younger, for sure. Yeah. There was that one, there was a lot of like fairy tale twist. I remember reading, like, I remember ordering some off, like, the Scholastic book, um, the little flyer or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And she, um, that was the first author talk I attended, and she had a book on writing that I still have. So that kind of started my writing journey. Interestingly, actually, we had this assignment in fifth grade where we had to write a little fiction thing, and I totally ripped off the end of one of the books I'd read. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now I felt really bad about it, but I feel like also I changed things. I don't know. I think, I mean, I guess our education shouldn't be dedicated to learning how to write creatively, but I sort of wish that there was, I think that was my first encounter with the whole idea of like originality or in sort of the concept that nothing is original in a way. We're just sort of like building off other stuff, but you also just can't rip someone off. Yeah. I mean, I, I've talked about this before, like, I don't think we, I, I basically think that I didn't get any sort of creative, creative writing education until college. Like, I didn't really learn yeah. how to write in any sort of creative way. I mean, maybe when I was, like, really young and we were writing, like, stories in, in, like, in our journals. Grade, and, like, I entered into the Reading Rainbow contest, but, like, that was really it, yeah. So, um, yeah, <laughs> but I also think it's interesting because I, I was trying to figure out if her books are sorted as YA or not, and I really couldn't find an answer. It's hard. Like, there's some, like, a, uh, I was trying to look up some of the books I definitely read as a younger kid, and they're considered YA, and I'm like, really? I, yeah. I'm not in the YA section, though. Like, at least, I don't know. Maybe right. YA has changed over the years a lot. I think it probably has, <laughs> where it's become way more genre, like, way more big, big, dark, dark covers and, like, more. Yeah. Well, I think Harry Potter changed a lot um change like the landscape you mean of like yeah because it started out so young and then the books kind of matured as the characters got older and harry potter was like way longer than than any other ya book yeah um but yeah so and then like into middle school i like for some reason the books that i read in sixth grade were like aragon which is crazy because it's almost like Lord of the Rings level. That's so long, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not uh, right there. And it's weird too because I remember in fifth grade I got like put into the slow reading group when we had to do book reports. Um, you don't remember? No. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing that happened. Um, I would remember I was in some like weird high math thing. That's That leads to a lot of problematic issues down the line. <laughs> It really, really does, because everyone knows, like, everyone knows who the slow kid reading group is, and who, like, the fast kid reading group is. So, in, in, this is kind of the side, whatever, in sixth grade, we had 6R and 6L, like, we had our (laughs) homeroom, so, like, at our school, there was 6A, 6B, like, 5A, 5B, that was, like, our two, there was two grades for, or two classes for each grade, and those were, like, our homerooms, but in sixth grade, we had R and L. And I cannot, re- do you remember which one was like the lower grade? Because I'm pretty sure if it was R, we used to call them the R word. Like, 
I don't know. I don't that remember we, that at all. Like we had two like the slower math group. I remember the, that. It was a slower, basically you were in a lower math and science and that was it. Yeah. But everything else was the same and you were in a lower math and science. But yeah, there becomes an issue when every single person, I think, I don't even, I think that 6R made have been the higher one, but we called 6, maybe we called 6L like losers then. I don't know. But then okay. we had like, because it, it, everyone knows you're in the lower, like it's just not. Yeah. In like high school and stuff, it's different because everyone's in all these different classes. But like when you're in a big group and like you get sorted into, ugh. <laughs> and I was definitely in the higher math group, but I also almost failed math in sixth grade. Yeah, I don't. So. I was in the higher one too, but I'm not sure. <sighs> um, yeah, yeah. We definitely, even if we didn't call them six and then the R word, we used that word plenty in that era. Yeah. So I, <laughs> either way, it was it was terrible. But um. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's, uh, but that's Ugh. interesting. I didn't know there was like a, a slower like reading. I didn't know that in fifth grade at all. Mm -hmm. I think part of it was because our second grade teacher was teaching fifth grade again. Um, I wasn't in her, were you in her homeroom? Mm -hmm. Okay, I wasn't, I was in her, I was in the substance class. But she still taught your English. Yes, she did, yeah. And I so. remember she hated me, so. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so anyways, um, yeah, and then, I read, I have this really distinct, I don't remember how old I was, but I have a distinct memory of starting the book Hoot and then yes. not being able to remember what I was reading. Like it was too much for me. So I had to take a break and then come back to it later. But I don't remember how old I was. And I have I must a have been... distinct memory of the cover, but I don't think I ever read it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I must have been pretty young if I read Aragon in sixth grade. Yeah. Right. Anyways, Tamora Pierce love her books. Oh my god, she writes like this middle ages type magic world. That's mm -hmm. where her characters exist and she has her most popular series is probably um The Lioness Rampant which is about this like 12-year-old girl who decides to switch places with her twin brother and become a knight. Um and he can go <laughs> learn magic. So it's like this gender thing like sort of Mulan-esque. Yeah, I was going to say very Mulan-esque. That's awesome. Um and it goes all the way to like young adulthood, um like 18 and she gets her period and she has sex in the series. It's a four book series. So it's, it, yeah. So I remember reading well, the, it. Okay, being, I'm not like saying what about the period cuz they really should be like putting that kind of stuff in younger right? books. But yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and it was like I don't know. I think I remember being a little bit like surprise but also it didn't feel like inappropriate or like it was too much it was like the perfect level of content for me yeah. at that age so that was really cool really loved those books um and it was like very healthy relationship stuff like she ended up like she was in this one re relationship with someone who was like a little bit controlling or whatever and then like just did the right thing which was to get pissed off about it and end it and then ended up being with someone who was like very respectful of her as like a person and like a strong woman fighter so anyways really great story it was written in the 80s too wow i know like other people that read it um in middle school so anyways really good percy jackson i don't know is that middle grade it feels middle grade i think it is um there's like some light kissing at one light point, kissing. but that's as far as it goes. And Rick Riordan has been having a moment lately. He's like the the anti-JK Rowling almost. Mm -hmm. 
he's very he's being very like progressive and accepting. I don't know. Nah. Shocking. <laughs> Harry Potter I read in middle school and then I read I started some realistic fiction books, but they were all like super boring to me. And then I read Twilight in eighth grade. I remember that. Okay. Part of the movement. Twilight I think was I don't know. I guess it was that weird time where I was starting to get sort of like sexual or whatever so it coincided and I had all these weird guilty feelings so I get but I guess that was probably unavoidable so it's not Twilight's fault. <laughs> At least you didn't read Fifty Shades of Grey in eighth grade. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I guess Twilight, I don't know. I think because Edward was so like anti-sex or even yeah. like hot makeouts maybe that contributed to the guilt. Yeah. I think that for a long time, I was like, I totally romanticized the idea of waiting until marriage because of Edward. I think a lot of people probably did too. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I think that's all of mine. Um, yeah, I think for me, it was a lot of like the same, I don't know, a lot of kind of the typical girl, like childhood books. Like I read Junie B. Jones when I was really young. Mm -hmm. My mom would always read um, Nancy Drew to me. Like, so I read a lot of, yeah. um, my mom was like my mom's really big into old TV and stuff. So like we grew up, like me and I grew up watching like I Love Lucy and stuff because my mom would always have like the DVDs, sets of them. What an icon. Yeah. So we, we watched like the Hardy brother or the Hardy boys, which is kind of like the boys version of Nancy, of um Nancy Drew. Or like, we watched like that box yeah. set of like DVDs. I don't know. We watched like, we, my mom kind of got us into a lot of like old school stuff, but not. Did she have old books. Nancy Drew books? Yes. We had like the old Nancy Drew books. I don't have them We anymore. have them too. My mom read some to me. I didn't really read them on my own ever though, so they don't stand out as much in my yeah. memories, but yeah. Yeah, I was I was into Magic Treehouse too, not like a lot. I, yeah, I agree with you. Like the ones my mom read to me, I don't really remember as much, obviously, because you're not, it's the yeah. visualness too of reading that I think you need to remember, yeah. at least some people. Um, I read a lot of like the American Girl books. So like the books that- yeah. Would, the books that would like not necessarily come with the doll but like they had stories about the different dolls mm -hmm. and I had Molly growing up um so oh my God. I, the glasses and the braids you still have your American your dolls are in your house aren't they uh yeah well, they're in the attic now gotcha because <laughs> they they were in the room that I work from now but um I meant to write down American Girl okay so this is so interesting to me because my like main I had a few dolls but my main one was Felicity, the one mm -hmm. from Revolutionary Time. Yeah. She had red hair. I had like a colonial outfit. Um, I read her book. She had a movie too. All of them had movies. Yeah, they had like weird movies too. Mia, I think you watched some of them, like the American Girl movies. Oh yeah. But I think it's so interesting because like that is what, that's the time period I'm writing in mm, yeah. for my book. And um, it's just a period that I'm obsessed with and have studied and I don't know. It also coincided with Liberty's Kids being on PBS around the same time, which also had a main redheaded character. Um, I don't know if I said the doll was had red hair, but yeah. yeah. So it was like, yeah, it's just a weird, it's weird to me that I was so into that as a kid and then it kind of petered off and then now yeah. it's like my thing again. Yeah, Anyways. I... I was, yeah, I definitely read a lot of, like, mystery, because my mom, my mom basically has always, I would grow up, my mom was always reading mystery novels, and so I read, like, a lot of, kind of, mystery, yeah. like, I don't know, having to, I guess Nancy Drew is kind of, like, 
it's basically like Scooby-Doo, but it's this girl, right? I mean, mm. I don't really remember. Yeah, kind <laughs> yeah. of. Um, and so, yeah, I read, I also read like the Beverly Cleary, like the age books that are like, basically she had a book for like, each age that was like 10, mm-hmm. 11. Um, I, don't, I don't remember anything that happened in those, but I think that was interesting. An interesting theory or an interesting like, you know, yeah. thing. Um, and then in like, speaking of the whole mystery thing, my mom, I don't remember what age I was, probably in middle school at some time, but my mom had this series of like adult fiction that she loved that was like the most tame thing ever. Like <laughs> there was no like any sort of like sex or anything. And it was a mystery series that was based around like a cupcake shop. And so, like, I I ended up reading a bunch of those, and they were, like, adult novels, but they were so tame, and, like, yeah, it basically read, like, like, middle grade stuff, but it was so cool that, like, we could read the same thing, um, and enjoy it, I thought it was, that is really cool, um, that's kind of how I feel with, like, YA now, like, how you can, I think an adult could enjoy it just as much as, yeah, I read Hunger Games at the same time as my mom, yeah, Um, yeah, um, so, yeah, for, like, middle grade, I basically read, and, like, I basically read pretty much just, like, chick flicks. Like, I wasn't really um, into, like, genre fiction at all um, until I, like, kind of got older into high school. Like, I really didn't, I just wanted to read, like, I don't know, like, normal high school, or, like, high school or middle school, like, crushes and all this stuff. Like, I don't know. Basically chick flicks. I don't know what else to call them. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of... I wrote down a little list, but actually these are all considered YA, but I'm pretty sure I read them in middle school and they feel mm-hmm. very middle grade. They don't feel like YA, but yeah, maybe because like we said, YA has changed so much uh, at this point, but I read the Click series was huge. Like everyone recognizes those covers with like the plaid and the, um, they had a movie and I still literally have one of the songs from the movie I have on my iTunes or on my like Apple music still to this day. Um, but it was a, uh, I don't know. That was just like a stupid, like, I don't even remember did they were they like at a boarding school like I don't even remember but they, it was just a very, I never read it very typical teen like school drama stuff and it was all about like this popular click and hmm. all this stuff and it was very popular at the time um and I read what was like this I think it's called like, the summer series it was by Catherine Applegate and it was just like different um each book was like summer autumn like spring break like it was I think and I think they had different names and like I was trying to research it and they had different names and like a different um in different markets so I think it was like tan lines was one of them they were basically just all about like vacationing and um like going to the same beach every summer and like meeting your summer fling there and all this stuff and it was very like like Sarah Dessen yes very much so and it was I really enjoyed it I mean I was into that click click uh chick flick yes chick lit so I was very into that and I really liked it. They're good like beach reads and I yeah. really, I always I've always like loved books that take place on the beach any of that. So, um another one I read was like one where a girl worked at a theme park each summer or like each and it had like it went through like the seasons again like of each time she worked at the theme park. Um but it wasn't yeah, I read Twilight. Twilight was like the first kind of real adult feeling YA that I read and I definitely read it in like 7th or 8th grade. Um and I remember feeling like a little guilty because it felt like too adult for me, even though it really wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but that was kind of what like, that was kind of like the middle point where I was like, okay, now I'm going to get into like darker kind of YA. And even though that was a romance, it was still obviously like a genre. It involved like, it involved stuff that I really had never read about because I was just into all this like realistic contemporary fiction that didn't have any, you know, vampires. Yeah. But once I read Twilight and then I like moved into the Hunger Games, it was just completely... 
I took off from there and I did not want to read anything else but YA, like, but genre YA dystopian, like, <laughs> um, sci-fi stuff. Like after that, it was just done with all those chick flick books and I like got rid of them all. <laughs> did the, um, chick lit, uh, were those books diverse? Definitely not. <laughs> okay. Cause Hunger Games and Twilight, I mean, Twilight, we, you know, we had a whole thing about race in Twilight, yeah. but it does expose you to like a little bit more. And then Hunger Games, I think, um, the books were very diverse. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like yeah. the movies did not cast like that, but. Not necessarily. Yeah. I thought that I saw, um, like a Buzzfeed article the other day where, a a sketch artist, like a police sketch artist, like drew characters based off what they look like in the books. And Whoa. according to this guy, Jennifer Lawrence was cast perfectly. <laughs> oh. But maybe you couldn't really she tell. She was like, supposed the, to be brown, though. Yeah, you couldn't really tell the skin tone in the in the sketch. So that's probably just, but it looks like just like her next to it, like side by side. But yeah, I'm pretty sure she was supposed to be dark, darker skinned. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess you are. Yeah, you're right. I think a lot of the I just think the more, not necessarily diverse in terms of the characters, but just more diverse things happening in the freaking book. Like, I mean, what yeah. else, what happens in those chiclet books? Like nothing. Well, so. and I think too, in Hunger Games, um, you're dealing, and I guess in Twilight too, like economic um, status and like social groups are more of a thing as well. Like obviously the Cullens are fucking rich as hell, but like, it's very clear that there's, um, that like Jacob and yeah. them like don't have that money and yeah and then in Hunger Games of course like you know they're talking about hunger and money and, and shelter yeah. and yeah 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 privilege Definitely. um but yeah I don't I think and then like ever since kind of I would say probably like seventh eighth grade I think that's right around when I read Twilight for the first time and there's a picture of me sitting on um I should I should actually post that like on somewhere because it's a picture of me sitting reading Twilight. And I'm like, oh my God, I look crazy. But Mia's sitting next to me and I don't know what you were doing, but you're just a little babe and I'm like just sitting there reading Twilight. So um, I don't know. I think that that was my awakening. <laughs> All right, Mia. So let's talk about some of your books because you at least come from a tiny different generation than we do a little bit. <laughs> the problem with me is that I'm not a huge reader unless I have to do it for school. Yes, but I think that you read a lot when you were younger because I think everyone reads a lot when they're young. That is very true. Like, I, you definitely read a little bit, at least. Um, I know, like, when I was really, really young, uh, I forgot what they're called, but you know the little, like, critter books? With the little, like... I'm not sure, but it's a book. It's like a series. <laughs> I read a book. <laughs> is it there the thing go. about, like, the animals being rescued? No, it was, like... Oh. It was, like, the, an older brother with his little sister... And I went on a bunch of adventures, and they're like little. That like, describes like pines. every. <laughs> they're like little porcupines or hedgehogs or something. Oh yeah, uh, there's like a fox on one. There's like a horse. Those are like older yeah. though. Those are like from my. I don't know. I don't. But know. yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think, I think they're in Mary Kate's closet. I could Our go. Our mom one. had those. I bet. Yeah. So here's another thing. Like, cause I'm your older sibling, you're just gonna have all my hand me downs. So I don't even know why. Yeah. You're... Great. But I love. I actually love your hand me downs. Like <laughs> honestly. Like, when I was younger, I actually hated it, but now... Well, like, when you were younger, you got my hideous, like, cargo short uh, hand-me-downs. So. But now, as you're 24 and I'm 16, I literally love all the clothes you own. Um, it's great. Um, so, uh, I read a lot of a series of unfortunate events. I'm just going to start with that one, because that's Ooh. the one that I read a was lot. Was that show any good? 
Did anyone yeah. watch it? <laughs> yes. The only thing is that the concept was, it was the same exact thing over and over again, but it was just like, like these kids are orphans. If Dylan's going after them, they have to survive. Like that's basically the whole story. Mm-hmm. That's the whole series, but it's just repeated over and over again in different scenarios. So it's not that great, but I found those books very interesting for some reason. Yeah. Um, and then Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I loved that just because <laughs> the only reason I liked those was because it was like, in, like it, like a, it was a, basically a huge picture book. Yeah. Honestly. I had a lot of books like that too that were like diary entries, but it was mostly just like big picture books of like. Yeah. And it was yeah, also just like, di- cool. there was the Diary of a Wimpy Kid, like do, like, do, your, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I always wanted that, but then it was like, like you would find it at like a book, like a book sale. And you would see it already filled in with like <laughs> pencil and like erased. So <laughs> my mom ran the used book sale at St. Thomas More for years. So that's <laughs> that's a lot of books were come came from that used book sale. <laughs> yes, um, I loved the book Wonder because I'm very picky with books. Either that or I just hate reading. I think it's a mix of both. But Why are you on this podcast? <laughs> I don't know. You told me to come over <laughs> and be a part of it. So, no, but um, Wonder was a good book, and then I read like I think there were like two or three books. I think I don't know how many there were. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for school, I loved The Outsiders. I loved To Kill a Mockingbird. I had to read To Kill a Mockingbird like twice because I was constantly transferring schools this year, this past <laughs> year. So I had to read it like twice. Um, and then Fahrenheit 451, I honestly didn't read. I read part of it, but it was very complex. I think the books are, because we also read The Outsiders for school, and that was like probably one of my favorite books that I, I had to read for school because it was actually like interesting. I mean, yes. Yeah. The only, that one and like Gatsby were like the only books I, the only quote unquote classics I really actually enjoyed. And 1984. I do love me some 1984, but... I'd love to get a but That's just one of my favorites. I just watched the movie. I've never actually read the book, so... I never had to read it for school. Like, I was never in, like, a... Um, I love... I, I never love had to read it. Catcher in the Rye, either. I was never in the right class to do it. I know. You should, I was just gonna ask if you like that, because that's a very divisive book. I'm sure I would love it, because it seems like most people love Catcher in the Rye when it comes to, like, the... You know, people, people always hate on classics, but nobody really ever hates on Catcher in the Rye. Also, another, like... Like, these aren't, like, I don't know if this really counts, but, like, at my old, old school, we had to read a book by, or, like, a, like, I can't think of the word, but we had to read something by, uh, why am I blanking on everything? <laughs> by Brenna Elmore? Was it my book? <laughs> um, shoot. I know that some schools got to read The Hunger Games. Like, I know that you, well, you read it for a college class, and so did Martin. Yeah. But, like, some actual, like, younger schools got or younger schools like younger kids got to read it and I was jealous I was kids like, at oh. east got to read hunger games in like certain english classes I I wasn't in it yeah but. I just remember we had to do a shakespeare play I kept wanting to say hamilton <laughs> you forgot shakespeare's name oh dear because I kept thinking of hamilton <laughs> because I just watched hamilton gen z versus millennials shakespeare versus hamilton <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but we had to I loved um I think I had to do um Is it much to do about nothing much to do about nothing yeah uh midsummer night's dream and then I didn't stay for Romeo and Juliet because I left school because it was shitty as fuck. But <laughs> I do like, I think Shakespeare is, is Shakespeare. I mean, obviously Shakespeare is good, but I do think that like kids, I think that as like a younger kid, I did enjoy, I did appreciate it. Like we had like a really great introduction to Shakespeare though, because yeah, we did like in fifth grade, we read sort of like an easy version of it. And then in sixth grade, we did like full fledged original we did like a play we acted it out and like yeah i think yeah. old english and then we had to like translate scenes and like do our yeah. own take on it it was like and then we also read the odyssey oh, i read the odyssey again in high oh, school too yeah. so i read a dumbs down version abridged version of it 
in high school. My freshman year. Yeah. I don't think I, yeah. So stupid. We, yeah, I'm pretty sure we did too in high school. And I, I remember saying so often, I was like, sixth grade was so much harder than my freshman year of high school. Yes. Because <laughs> we had a kick ass teacher. So, yeah. But I don't know. I think, yeah, it's a good, it's interesting to see like the different books kids read in school. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's all still the same. Like it really hasn't changed. Meanwhile, yeah. all I read are your comments on TikTok. <laughs> so thank you for inviting me to the podcast. I mean, I'm not really reading anything now, so don't feel bad. Jeez. I'm just writing. I'm listening to a book called 19, or wait, no, 1491. And it's about indigenous culture. I was about to make a Taylor Swift joke. I'm listening to 1989, um, but <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. No, I, I still haven't gotten on the whole audiobook train because I just, there's something about reading, hmm. but I probably should. For me, there's something about reading. So I've been on this audiobook train since middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because I finished um, one of the Twilight books. I guess I finished Twilight and I wanted to start New Moon because there was like a um, preview to it in the back of the book and I didn't want to wait and get the book so I bought the audiobook because it did like all the way up to when yeah. all the color when Bella cuts herself and they're all about to like eat her yeah Anyways. iconic well I never went back I haven't read a book in years basically basically Twilight started our entire lives is what we're that's, <laughs> uh, that's what we always circle back to it's so embarrassing we always circle back to all right. Well, thanks for being here, Mia, and telling us your stories and <laughs> the end. Oh, yeah. I'm so interesting. If you want me back, let them know. <laughs> if you want Mia back, comment below. <laughs> comment below. All right. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Bye, guys. <laughs> thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, feel free to give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. You can follow us on Twitter at Obsessed Naturally or email us at anobsessivenature at gmail.com. Perfect. <laughs>